Legend himself, Alan Jackson. A great way to start the program on the uh, 4th of July holiday weekend, 2022. You have reached the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can always find me, as usual. Joined by my patriot partner in freedom. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I wonder what it feels like to wake up every single morning knowing that you just got your ass kicked again what that's how liberals have to be feeling after no the past week. i don't believe that you don't think so no, they but think america winning. is winning yes absolutely. america is winning yeah liberalism is not right this supreme court is rocking and rolling yeah. and you know what and they're not making any big big decisions for people they're actually giving freedom back to the people where it belongs to the states so like last weekend after we got done recording this podcast we uh well i was editing it Mm -hmm. whenever the uh, roe versus wade thing came down yes and so that's why you didn't hear anything about it last weekend and it's definitely worthy of talking about absolutely i remember texting you i remember calling my mom and dad they're on the road so I've, I text a couple friends of mine. I'm like, hey, <laughs> Roe v. Yeah. Wade is overturned. Yep. We've been waiting for 49, 50 years for this to happen. So. But you know, the thing is, is like the way th- there are such idiots in America. Like, and we, always, we already knew that. But the thing is, is this didn't make abortion illegal. Mm-mm. All it did is it said you do not have a federal constitutional right to get an abortion. Mm-hmm. That freedom or lack of freedom needs to be delegated to the individual states. Yes. So now, instantly, there are some states that said all abortions are over with, and there's ones like this shithole we live in in Illinois that says, oh, yeah, we welcome all the surrounding states. All, all these customers come on in here to Illinois and get your abortion. Mm-hmm. But these people are protesting like it was completely just done. Like, 
no more abortions anywhere in America. Yeah, anyway. and then the mainstream media goes on and says uh, they're going to take all women's rights away, and then they're going to come after gay marriage, and then they're going to do this, and then they're going to do that. Now, Clarence Thomas is, did come out and talk about some other unconstitutional things that the Supreme Court has um, made or federalized, but, I mean, we haven't seen that just yet. Uh, so I find it very ironic that these these women are just going out there. And I saw a, a video and, and picture of a woman who was probably eight or nine months pregnant who had written on her belly, not yet a human. And then I about, I mean, wow. yeah. I, I mean, these people are so confused in what uh, <laughs> hum, humanity is, what a human I, I, is, what a what life is you know there's oh yeah there's disregard for life and that's exactly what it is and i i got a story about the disregard for life here later on yeah um okay i was i was extremely filled with joy that day and i don't know where it came from it was almost like something had lifted in in areas around me i i don't know it was just amazing i don't know well and maybe it's just the joy inside of me you know life you know life and, and knowing that 26 states like had trigger laws that immediately said, okay, we're, we've got a ban on abortion, you know, 26 states, that's big deal. I knew we were, we were pro-life as a country, like in popularity, but I didn't realize that it was, it was right here on our doorstep. Yeah. So it's amazing. We are part of the pro-life post row generation, which is awesome. For sure. Mm -hmm. And you know, God won. It's not a total victory, but at this battle, Jesus Christ is smiling. He just won. Yeah. Finally, we had we have good people that's standing up for the right things. Mm -hmm. You know, and I love it. I love it. I, I, I wish it would go farther. I think I don't think that Trump is getting the the recognition for this also because he's the one who put in I don't know three hundred and twenty some odd federal judges, and also he appointed three. Was it? Yeah, three, three, three to the Supreme Court. Yeah, three yeah. to the Supreme Court, and that's what caused this to happen. Sure, I mean, because if you would have had liberal judge, judges in there, they would have ruled against the Dobbs case and said, you know, right, abortion stands as a federal right for women. You know what's funny too is that right after this came down, it didn't take twelve hours before the media starts talking. The liberal media, I should say, talking mm -hmm. about well, we we need to pack the courts. We need to start packing these courts. That way this stuff can't happen again. We didn't get our way. Here's our way of yep. throwing a fit. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it's like these these people are children and sheep. They don't make any sense. Right. They, right. Anyway. And remember, if you don't remember anything from what we say, just remember that abortions have been 98% of abortions were out of convenience or other reasons. You know, um, the incest and uh, rape and those those type of instances are less than 1% of all abortions. It's actually 0.056%. Yeah of all abortions were, you know, came from that. So it's, it's a convenience, you know, abortion has been used as contraceptive, um, which is unfortunate. Which is totally wrong. And it's so wrong. It's so wrong. You know, and people want to argue, well, it's a right for a woman to make that decision on her own. No, it's a no, right. It's, not. it's a right for a woman to take responsibility of your actions. It's a right for a woman to not get pregnant. It's a right absolutely. for a woman. You know, abstinence, abstinence works every single time it's tried. Every time. Every time. Can I tell you a joke? What my grandma used to tell me? Go ahead. <laughs> my grandma. Your grandma from Arkansas? My grandma from Arkansas, Aline. 
Okay. <laughs> she said. The name that we cannot name ta- our daughter. <laughs> and why is that? <laughs> <laughs> because if we did, somebody is going to... Mispronounce her name and call it Aline. Uh-huh. And then what's her last name? Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Aline Peter. Yeah. Okay. Are you no. present? <laughs> No, no, we aren't doing I, that. He came home. And he was like, "We cannot name if we're having a girl. We cannot name her Aline." And I'm like, "That's my grandma's name. I love it." And he's like, "Yeah, no, this is why." And yeah, I'm like, okay, I agree with you. Yep, you shouldn't have married somebody <laughs> with my last name if you I, wanted that for your daughter's. Name. Oh gosh, my grandma's a funny lady, but she said, "I I have the cure for um, pregnancy. If you never want to get pregnant, here's what you do: you put an aspirin between your knees and you don't let it drop." <laughs> That's a, you know what? I'm sure that would work. It would work. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So exactly. That was her her take on it. Not, she's no longer with us, and but I think about her often. Sure. Sure. So. No, I. I'm I'm just glad that the states got their rights back. Yes, absolutely. Because I can vote on the people that either make this legal or make this illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's there's not a, a constitutional mandate saying you cannot infringe upon this right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all the Supreme Court just did. Right. So. Right. It just amazes me the the amount of uproar and the amount of support that women have had that I didn't know supported abortion. And like I said, it is less than 1% of all abortions are because of rape or because of, you know, health reasons. The mother's going to pass away oh, if but she carries the baby. But that is that is the argument they always give you. Yes. Rape and incest. Rape mm-hmm. and incest. It's all, it's almost like every single pregnancy mm-hmm. is rape and incest. Right. Right. Uh, and, and it's it, not. No, it's of not. course not. Less than 1%. So just remember that if somebody wants to call you, give them the statistics, look it up. If you've had an abortion or if you um, have questions about it, uh, or, or if you know someone who does, there is a, um, it's called post-abortion counseling education. And Kara's Bible College has that. Um, there's a lot of, I actually did a quick research just real quick. And there's a lot of places that do that post, that post-healing, you know, post-abortion. So if you're a man or a woman who have been through that, there are resources out there to help you heal from that. I think that's extremely important. Right. Because there's some women that just don't, I mean, the documentary unplanned, that was, I bawled and bawled. I have such a heart for, for babies. And if for some reason you end up pregnant or you know someone pregnant that it's an unwanted pregnancy, like, tell me about it. I will raise that baby. Okay. (laughs) I'm putting that, I'm sorry, Ryan, I, I'm trumping you on this because I will raise that baby and love it as my own. And and give that baby a good life. So yep. there's that. Um, and I think more people need to be willing to do that. Um, that's extremely important to me. It yeah. makes me, it just makes my heart, my heart just pounds like crazy. I, I fight back tears like I am right now because babies are so important and and good good people in the world are important. And I know that we could, you know, anyways, I'm going to start crying if I don't stop talking. Well, let's let's talk about <laughs> so. what we did last weekend. Oh, okay. So we've had a hell of a busy week around here. The uh, Travis Burkhart Foundation had their Bush Stadium Cardinals baseball game. Yes. That was fun. Love to see everybody there. We were drawn for on-field tickets, so we were able to go on the field while down there in the 
in the We couldn't go on the field, no, but we could, the field. we could go behind home plate. Yeah. You know, where the warning track is, stuff like that. Yeah, we got some really cool pictures. It was really neat. Ryan yeah. was like in awe. He was like a little kid in a candy store, just like, oh, this is cool. Because right. we'd never done that before. You'd never no, done that No, it was cool. Before. It was a yeah. great experience. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience. The worst part about the day, it was freaking hot. Pretty sure it was 120 degrees there. <laughs> In the sun? Easy. In the chair? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you're probably right. Yeah, sitting there. I when I tell you my toenails were sweating, it that's a real oh, thing. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. rough. It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Love going, love supporting the foundation. I'd do it again, but yes. it was it was a rough hot day. And you know what the shits of it is? Is the next day the Cubs and Cards played again at one o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, and it was beautiful. like eighty four. Mm-hmm. Beautiful weather. For and a then you're game. like Cards number one fan, so your sister invites you to go to a Cardinals <laughs> game on Tuesday. I might not be their number one fan, but I sure looked like it. I've never went to five days. I've never went to two Cardinals <laughs> games in one week in my life. And look at you go. Yeah. Well, my brother-in-law wasn't able to make it. So my sister's like, hey, we've got this thing. I've got an extra ticket if you want to come. So we're farm credit customers. So we did. Right. <laughs> I went. Right. And I got to hang out with my sister, which I don't do very often. So yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. It was nice. But anyway, as for farming around here, obviously, I told you last week, wheat harvest came and went. Beans went in the ground. They flew out of the ground. I think I could roll them all in five days. Wow. Uh, We did. I mean, it took a hell of a lot of down pressure to get the beans to the depth that I needed to get them to to get them in moisture. But these new planters, you can uh, hit a couple buttons and have that. And beans came flying out of the ground. I have been side dressing corn like crazy. They're talking like, and I hope. I hope it's right, but they're talking like rain this weekend for the holiday weekend. Okay. 60% chances of rain Saturday and Sunday. As of right now, they'll change that five times between now and Sunday night. (laughs) But, you know, I was, Jess and I were talking last night. I can never remember a 4th of July that I've went to where it got rained out that I didn't end up raising good corn. So it seems like if it it always, if it rains on 4th of July, if if the fireworks are rained out, I have reason to be happy because hmm. it's like, okay, well, we got rain right now when we need it. And that really helps a corn crop this huh. time of year. So I've never harvested a bad corn crop that got that whenever the fireworks got rained out, mm-hmm. you know, interesting. So, okay. And we're still plenty dry. We got, yeah. I don't know, inch of rain here a week ago and the ditches didn't run a drop. I mean, no. it all got soaked in and yes. we're back to needing another rain right now. Yeah. But, yeah. The garden is, uh, producing because i keep watering it but those those leaves are curling the lawn's looking rough oh yeah we had to turn the the waterers on yep <laughs> so, <laughs> after spreading that lime i haven't seen it come out yet but i'm gonna give her another week before i fertilize again so yeah we'll see sure. what happens for sure <laughs> but anyway did we get any emails or anything oh this we past did week? we've got we got we did you I, guys are so good and you're and you're so awesome now you're telling us where you're from <laughs> everybody's telling us like, where one guy will crumley said that he's from the lesser bone gap area which he's a neighbor over here he actually emailed in and wanted to know what a committeeman was and i had a website pulled up but i've i've misplaced the website and that's fine i'm not going to take time to look at it but will the reason why you have committeemen or committee woman or committee days whatever you want to call them <laughs> um it's to represent to be a representative of your precinct and precincts are smaller than where you go to vote at so we are in um the lick prairie precinct and there's about 100 people here on average across the country a precinct committeeman will um 
represent about 500 people. That's average. Here in our small rural area, mm-hmm. I represent about 100 people. So it's my job to go to the Republican Party meetings and then um, relay that message to our the members that I represent, which is 100 people. So if they're interested, they could you know reach out to me or I could reach out to them. So what, I'm not going to start a Facebook page, but no, but so like, what do you do? You go to the Republican party meetings mm-hmm. and, and if there's a special election, you know, they can call on precinct committeemen to go there and represent the, uh, the precinct. Okay. So, so you would vote on behalf of the precinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So it's its own little version of an electoral college at it's, that point. It's own little version of a, of a representative. Yeah. It's just on a very now, small scale. Republican. Which I did get elected. I was non-contested, so. Yeah, I, I voted for you. I knew <laughs> you whenever did. I knew whenever I left the uh, the polling place that you would be elected because I voted okay. for you. Oh, okay. And since you were uncontested. Now, can a Democrat run for precinct yes, committeeman? Yes, yes. Would that mean that you are running against a Democrat? Yes. So there's not a mm-hmm. Republican committeeman and a Democrat. Right. It's one or the other. It's the precinct. Whoever's representative of the precinct. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. There were like 300 some odd thousand empty precinct committeemen chairs around the country. And so there, um, a lot of people came in and said, well, there was, there was a guy and I listened to it on a podcast and he was like, we need good people to run for these. They, you can call your congressman or congresswoman and say, I am the precinct committeeman for this place. And that holds a little bit more weight than just calling as a civilian taxpayer. And for why, I don't know, just saying that I was elected by my precinct holds some weight. Okay. Okay. Well, you're, it, it, yeah, it kind of gives you some um, credibility, maybe. Sure. For speaking for other people. Right. In other words, they've, uh, just like me on the school board. Yes. I was elected. I beat other people to be on the school board. So, therefore, I, I, I mean, I'm not speaking, I'm not speaking for the people that didn't vote for me because obviously they didn't want to see me in there, but I am speaking for the people, the majority of people that voted, that for, voted you. for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go, Will. So, where do you, or do you know, so 300,000 is what you said, like empty it, or it something like crazy. that? It was crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy it, th- and amount. And that's across the United States. Yes. Okay. Yes. Where could this turn out to be really important? Or do you know? You know, um, I think that if, let's just say that. Hypothetical. A hundred. Okay. Hypothetically, a hundred percent of all of these empty precinct committeemen chair positions get filled with or elected Democrats, 100 liberal, 100% liberal chair, okay. precinct committeemen. Okay. And they group together and they say, you know what? The Supreme Court just voted on Roe v. Wade and here's, here's their outcome. We disagree with that. We as precinct committeemen, we are going to file this thing with all of our congressmen. And that would be a huge movement. Because was, you just have a bunch of elected people. Because you have a lot of people standing out here saying, we disagree with the Supreme Court. This is what needs to happen. And that means that, I mean, because that committeeman is actually the first line of contact to actual voters, to, you know, everybody around. And right. if it's 100% Democrat or 100% liberal, you know, ideology, then they are going to push that liberal ideology. Okay agenda gotcha does that make sense yeah yeah i see what you're saying that's a big movement democrats are fantastic at at creating movements republicans have always been the nice guys and just like "Eh, they really don't do that yeah we're not nice guys though yeah i'm not not a nice guy not anymore no i'm not 
But I think that's part of this reawakening of America thing that's happening. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I I might play well with others, but I don't have to. <laughs> but I'm just just imagine if if three hundred thousand people emailed, um, you know, the Supreme Court and they. they did that movement, you know, created this movement well, yeah. and said, you know, we are the front line to the voter. We have stance yeah. because we were nominated and, and voted I'm speaking in by, on behalf of my constituency. Yes, yeah, yes. I got you. Okay. So it's okay. huge. I mean, it could, it, it can't, it has the potential to be huge. It's a two year term. So gotcha. Um, okay. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, great job. I'm glad you're getting involved. Thank you. We need more people doing stuff just like that. I feel like this is one way that I can that I can devote myself to and be a part of our community. And, and give, it's not going to take back. your entire life to do it. Right. You know, like eight hours a day. Right. No, it's maybe five or six hours a month. Maybe. Right. Going to know? going to a meeting, going to the sure. Republican Party meeting because you're a Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. You know what I find very interesting? In Illinois, you have to determine whenever you go into vote, you have to say, I want the Democrat or I want the Republican ballot. Yeah. Like, there's not any Democrats on the Republican ballot. Well, yeah. The, okay, back in 2000, uh, I'm going to say it was seven. Mm-hmm. For all the ditto heads out here, uh, you will remember this. Remember Operation Chaos? Oh, yes. That I remember. Was, no, I remember Rush talking about it. I didn't listen to Rush in 07. Okay. Because I graduated high school. Operation then. Chaos <laughs> was it's funnier in hell. Yes. It's funnier in hell. So that during that Democratic primary, you had for president, you know, who was going to be on the ballot for president in the Democrat Party. It was either going to be Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those two are duking it out, right? Mm-hmm. Operation Chaos, Rush came out and said, I do not want to see Obama because he is more liberal mm-hmm. than Hillary even is. I mean, this guy is an avowed communist. Sure. And, and he's just, he is not what this country needs. So Operation Chaos, Rush was talking to his Republicans. His listeners, yeah. His Republican conservative listeners saying, you know what? Might be something fun to toy with if uh, instead of you going to your primary election, instead of you picking up the conservative ballot, you conservatives go in and pick up a Democrat ballot, ballot and vote for Hillary. <laughs> in an effort to keep Obama from even getting on the ballot oh, to be president. Ah. That was Operation Chaos. Okay. Didn't work. But there were some stories that there were places where they had unexpected Democrat ballots. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot more Democrat ballots being picked up than Republicans for yeah. the primaries. Yeah. And it was speculated maybe Rush had something to do with that. I bet he did. <laughs> he has a huge following. <laughs> but that was he was just trying to cause chaos within the Democrat sure. Party. That was Operation sure. Chaos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Funny Wonderful. stuff. We need to do that at some point again. <laughs> Move. I think there's so many people coming over to the, the right side of things versus the left side of things. So. Well, okay. Here recently, especially. But like for this primary, for Illinois, and I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going to bore you people that's away from Illinois uh-huh. and there's a shitload of you that are, but there is no way that I was going to grab a Democrat ballot this time. As, as all the candidates for governor was on the Republican ballot, I knew who I didn't want to be representing me. That was that Richard Irvin guy. Right. Because he was he's a rhino. Yes. He's an Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney rhino. Yes. And, you know, I, I supported Gary Rabine up till the very end. Yep, I agree. And I did not vote for Gary Rabine. Me neither. He ran such a, and I've got some inside information that I won't share with you, but he ran such a piss poor campaign. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, 
Okay, so here, here, this is a great example of how bad of a campaign Gary Rabine ran. Yeah. We were at the Cardinals game at Bush Stadium. Mm-hmm. Tammy was there. They're from Will County. That's a, just south of Chicago, north of Kankakee. They are in the Chicago TV market. Okay. She had never heard of. She had never heard yes. of Gary Rabine. Right. That right there. If you're in the Chicago TV market and there's a person there that does not know, not even heard the name, mm-hmm. let alone that this guy's running for governor. Mm-hmm. Dude, you've lost. You're out. Yeah. No way. And Jesse Sullivan, I mean, soared above him, but was under Bailey, of course, which, you know, I went with who was going to get Trump's endorsement. I was hoping that Trump would endorse somebody. I was hoping that it would be either a Jesse Sullivan or a Gary Rabine. I like what both of those guys say. Um, But he came out and he supported Mary Miller and then Darren Bailey. And I'm like, oh. Which okay. we've made fun of Darren Bailey and the way he talks. We don't get where he gets that draw from. But I tell you, he it's not did a draw. Whatever it's it like was, a, a fake, tw- whatever it a is, a twang. I don't have a friends. That's that's it. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Never do that again. <laughs> okay, I hurt my ears. But, All right, sorry. You know he does stand for conservatism and conservative sure he values. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that went, you know, got kicked out of of the Illinois State House for because he wouldn't a wear a mask. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. He's a fighter. Mm-hmm. And I just hope that whenever, I mean, I hope that he can run a strong campaign in Chicago. Because, I think he will. Because there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of Democrats in, in Chicago. So Of course. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the only thing that worries me. I just have a feeling like he's, and if he, if he throws that twang out there, I just don't know how many people can take him serious. Well, America, or America, Illinois has elected Republican governors before. That's it is true. possible. That's true. He could make it. And I do like the fact that Garen, uh, Garen, Darren Bailey stands for void the void. So yep. um, I love that idea. I think that the majority of Republicans, except for the Irvin, um, talked about voiding the void, which sure. is a firearms owner identification. Yeah, we have card. to have a permit to have a have a gun in Illinois. Or to buy ammunition. Or to buy ammunition. You can't right. do either. You can't do either. Right. So, and then with COVID, they're like two years behind. So my FOID is now expired and um, I don't know when they will accept my renewal application. Just Ask FYI. me how much I care. I know you don't care, but when I, I want to shoot, <laughs> I want to shoot. I have to have a FOID card. Do you, th- do you think that we can't get ammunition right now if we wanted it? I guarantee you we can. <laughs> Just the same way a criminal can get a hold of a gun. This is why gun control doesn't work. We can do the same thing. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is the same damn thing as a eight, an 18-year-old wanting some alcohol. There's ways they can get the alcohol. We could do the exact same ways. That's very true. So, that is very true. Yeah. Okay. No, so uh, Bailey won like over 50% of the Republican vote on Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, it was he, a landslide. Oh, he kicked and total I knew, ass. I know that it that had everything to do with Trump's, Trump's endorsement, endorsement helped him a lot. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But he had great re- name recognition. But I don't want to sit he here did. and talk yeah. about Illinois uh, politics. Illinois politics the whole time. Yeah. But anyway, we get any more emails? Well, we did. Um, Ryan from Wakarusa, Indiana. He lives uh, south of no. North of Nampany, so I may have to share Rod and Ryan's information so that they can chat together because of the booms that Rod was interested in last week. Anyways, Ryan gave us an update about the church that he had grown up in and their stance on 
um, gay marriage or bisexual marriage. So beforehand, the church that they're affiliated with said, yes, you can marry gay people. And then the church members were like, we don't know if we agree with this. We should vote as a church and all the all the people get together and vote. So he gave us an update and said that they voted against gay marriage um, to do that. So he is excited to get back to his childhood church again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now their, their church said, due to this vote, we're not going to marry right. gay people. In right. other words, if you're a member of the congregation, you're gay, and you want to get married to your gay partner, uh-huh. you're going to do it somewhere besides this church. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good for that church. Yeah. I think that that goes back to natural law. I mean, what's natural, what's unnatural? Natural is a man and a woman. Unnatural is a woman and a woman or a man and a man. That's right. So... Aaron from Potomac, Illinois, Big Show underscore 1975 on TikTok says that he believes that they're going after our Second Amendment so that we can't defend ourselves and make us defenseless. Um, and then they can do as they please. We agree with that completely. He also says that he would love to see the Cessna 172. Doggone it. Uh, <laughs> she gone. <laughs> sold that about a year ago. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, what November 64301, if yes. you want to look it up on FlightAware. I think it's mm-hmm. somewhere in Ohio now. Mm-hmm. So I was very upset about that. That thing gave you so much joy. The freedom of flying yeah, is what I, you love I to do. Don't have time to do it anymore. Yes. Shay from Can- British Columbia, Canada. Thanks for reaching out. Um, Ethan said that there, he's from... I'm going to mispronounce this, Tecancha, Michigan. Okay. And I I maybe have just slaughtered that. Anyways. Anyway, so he said that there's quite a few people in Michigan and um, he just, he wanted to represent Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he, I think at the end of his email, he said something like, yeah, we got a shitty governor too. Yes. Yeah. Gretchen Whitmer. Uh And, uh. Yeah, Ethan, you you guys are not alone. Red Power Stew's up there in Michigan. He listens uh-huh. uh, every yeah. week, and uh, great people up there at Michigan. Like I said, just because you're a blue state doesn't mean there's not some ass kicking people there. I think there are more good people there than there are bad people. Damn right. Same but, with California. But they say you know they they make you believe that you are the minority for oh, believing. For sure. Yep. values to having some sort of value um he also has a three-year-old and they watch he heard about a pride commercial on one of the cartoon networks that their little guy was watching or little girl and um it just tired i've got a story about that oh, coming up. just sickening anyways terry wants to know we've had quite a few people asking where you can watch 2000 mules um i guess for me in my brain i think that it's like common knowledge to just look something up on your phone so if you want to watch 2000 mules the the voting stuff he um you can go to their website 2000mules.com you can go to youtube i don't think they've taken it down yet um or rumble rumble is kind of youtube's competitor so yeah, Rumble's yeah. Rumble's claim to fame is we're not censoring people. Right. YouTube is only going to show you what they want you to see. Right. Um. So we also had Bob. Bob had emailed us, and um, he's great. He, Bob from New Jersey. Yeah, the guy that named Webster. Yes, he's great. So he he gave us some some. It was a nice email. So thanks for reaching out, Bob. Um, I want to read an email from Aaron. From Eureka, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. Um, he he has a he has a great American story. Okay, so bear with me. Hey guys, love the show. Ryan, you have the perfect face for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Anyways, his wife, also named Jessica, and I started a sweet corn operation last year. The reason we did it is because the work ethic in this country is dog blank. 
It's dog poop. And did he say poop are, or no, shit? No, he did. Yeah. And I love it. we are not going to raise our kids that way. So we started with a one acre and picked by hand and sold in a quote honor box roadside stand where it was self-serve. I could not believe it. In this day and age, people were actually honest and we had zero problems. We now went up to seven acres invested in an FMC sweet corn harvester. So whether you're a BTO or farm 10,000 acres or small family farm, um, you can be a good farmer. Ryan, what to, what to you classify someone as a farmer? Keep up the good work. FJB. What do I classify as a farmer? Yeah. Exactly what he's doing. Yes, absolutely. He's a farmer just as much as I'm a farmer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just as much as a BTO. I I mean, what a great story. What is a BTO? Absolutely. But what is a BTO for people who don't know what? Big, big time <laughs> operator. And generally, they're big time dickheads. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're, they're the type of people that. Um, they, they know more than you do. Uh, yeah of course just because they have more acres and bigger uh-huh. equipment and things like that the, the type of people that wave to you going down the road and stab your ass in the back when it when it comes to uh trying to rent more farm ground ah um they're the type of people that try to rent farm ground at funeral homes oh that's terrible they're, they're the type of people that if let's just say farmer a has a son that sudden you know is going to take over the farm but suddenly gets killed mm-hmm they're the type of farmer that calls all farmer A's landlords and says, you know what? He just lost his son. I don't think he can handle all these acres now. Plus he's going to be mentally distraught. I'm here. If you want, if, if you, if you're looking for a new renter, here's a shoulder to cry on. And here I am with my equipment. If you need it. Yeah. They're people okay. that are just got it. They're pieces of shits. What they are. Okay. And yeah. they don't, it, <laughs> that's what they are. And I know people that's done it around here. Mm-hmm. That's you know? terrible. They're people that just flat ass, just flat ass. Mm-hmm. will get in front of their computer, write up a letter, and send it to somebody else's landlord for no other reason than just say, hey, I can make you more money than this guy. Doesn't you know, that- piss on the fact that this guy's also trying to make a living and yeah. feed his family. You already farmed 6,000 acres. What the hell do you need? My 100. Is that not like capitalism though like it, in it a way. is it is <laughs> but it's all but it's all i also have a freedom to call them out for it i've never done That's that true i have yeah. never ever ever mm-hmm. sent a letter to somebody else's landlord saying hey I, i'd be willing to farm your ground yeah trying to get that ground yeah, yeah. trying to steal from my neighbor i am not now some would say well you're not stealing because it's not it's it's not your ground right it's not that other farmer's ground yeah well I, you're right you're right but the fact of the matter is you sure aren't doing your neighbor very good right there. Right. And I would the just. The lack of loyalty maybe to to just your neighbor. Friends. You know, fr- yeah. Friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I know some, I know some people that, because I, I have great relationship with my landlord. I was just going to say, we, have, we are super close with our landlords. I write letters to our landlords and, and we go to dinner with them on, yeah. on a, they're part of our family. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I am very, very, we are very close with all our landlords. Mm -hmm. And they tell us, I believe everything. I mean, I guess they could hide something and I wouldn't know, but I don't think that any of them have any reason to. Mm -hmm. And they have told me the times that other operators have approached them. Really? Trying to get the ground that I farm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, is it capitalism? Yeah, I guess so. But is it right? No. And you can bet your ass I know exactly who they are. And if, uh, God forbid... But if a natural disaster happened on their farm, a tornado goes through, tears their place up, I'll be the last guy showing up to pick up the tin and help them put the pieces back together. 
You talk big game, but I bet you'd say, here's my helping hand. You think so? <laughs> yes. You know what? I do because have a big your heart. heart. Your heart is so big. Like, your heart is so big. I just remember shit like this, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate that people are like that. But this you know comes, comes from the guy who was, like, getting ready to give his wallet to the people that were driving around in a parking lot saying that they needed gas money. And I'm like, Ryan, get over here. Yeah, see, I know better now. <laughs> Thank you. But you know what? People, people, um, you have such a big heart and a giving, you, you're willing to give and to help. And a yeah. lot of people don't see that part of yeah. you. So, um, you know, you're right. Maybe what I would do is I'd help them go pick their <laughs> shit back up. But then as I'm getting ready to leave for the last time, I'm going to, I might just look at them and say something along the lines of, Hey, you know, um, I know about you trying to rent my ground mm. and this is what real neighbors do mm -hmm. and then go home. Yeah. Then you're the bigger person. Yeah. Right. And not say it in a mean shitty way, but just sure. let them know that, you know, yeah. You know? Oh, okay. I don't know. That's what a BTO <laughs> is. But no, th this sweet corn operation. You know, another thing I love about that email, the honor system still works. Yes. You know? You, Absolutely. Yeah. A dozen for $4 or whatever the price mm -hmm. is. I got no idea what he's selling his corn for. But the mm -hmm. fact of the matter is he knows he starts out with two dozen. Mm -hmm. He's selling them four bucks a piece. He goes there at the end of the day and has $8 in his can and no ears of corn. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. You know, there are people around here that do a little bit of that kind of stuff. Firewood's what I always see. Firewood? Yeah, I've seen some places okay. where you can go buy firewood in bundles, uh -huh. and it's the honor system, and they don't stop doing it, so I guess it means that people are still honest. Right. I would never go up to an honor system type place and just steal something. Yeah. But There's a place in Carmi where I used to get these huge white pumpkins. I mean, massive. I'm talking, you know, a regular size pumpkin. This was probably three or four times the size of a regular size, a huge white, beautiful pumpkins. And I wouldn't, I, I have a feeling that the honor system had something to do with them not being able to, to do that anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Here, I'll toot my own horn just a little bit about the honor system. Okay. So I'll tell you guys, you guys can all listen to it. I admit that I'm not the greatest farmer in the world all the time. No farmer is. And if they tell you they'd never mess up, they're, they're lying to you. My wheat crop this year, even though all my neighbors sounds like was just awesome. My mm -hmm. wheat crop sucked and it started last fall. Whenever I planted mm -hmm. it's just too damn muddy and it just kept raining and I didn't get a good stand, but I have these contracts that I'd already made for ADM down in Mount Vernon. And I knew coming no more wheat than I got planted because it was so muddy along with what I did get planted, had a horrible stand. I knew damn good and well, I was not going to fill those contracts. Well, the second I knew that was probably back in late November and December. Mm -hmm. And I called my mm -hmm. merchandiser who mm -hmm. I'm, I've got a great working relationship with. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, listen, I'm not going to be able to fill these contracts. Ah, oh, don't worry about it, Ryan. It'll probably turn out to be better than what you think. Yeah. And I kept warning him all through the spring and I said, I'm not going to be able to fill them, man. I'm not going to have the wheat. And sure enough, combine goes through the field. I didn't have a whole lot of hauling to do. It was yeah. horrible wheat. Yeah. But my semi, whenever I haul a load of grain, I'll just say I haul a thousand bushels. Okay. Okay. My elevator's 50 miles away. So I want to make sure I'm taking a full load when I go. Yeah. I finished up wheat with about 1,200 bushels left over. Or not above and beyond my contract, but just left between the auger wagon and the semi. I can't get it in one load. Mm -hmm. So what a lot of guys would have done is probably loaded the semi, loaded the hell out of it, haul that one load 50 miles away, then take that extra 200 bushel, just pawn it off at the elevator five miles down the road. Mm -hmm. Because it, who wants to drive all the way to Mount Vernon for that 200 bushel? Sure. I did. 
Mm. I, I signed a contract promising those guys that I would deliver X amount of bushels of wheat. Uh-huh. I'll be damned if I'm going to sell any, any of my wheat to anyone else. I'm going to do everything I can to get as close to honoring that contract as I possibly can, yeah. even though it costs me money. Yeah. You know, it cost me a lot of extra money just to go down there for that 200 bushel. Yeah. But I took it mm. because I made a deal with them. Mm -hmm. They've always honored their side of the deals that I do. And I've come up that I couldn't, but I did the best I could. I was as mm -hmm. honest as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. So... I'm just glad to hear there's still honest people out there that do honest things. That's so notable, Ryan. Like, not to pat yourself on the back, but what, I mean, there's so many people that would say that's going to cost way too much in diesel to drive. Damn you know, right. A hundred miles Damn just right. to, to deliver. Those people wouldn't have done it. Right. But I, I, I mean, I told my merchandiser, I said, you notice this first load that I delivered today was 600 bushel and the second load was 600 mm -hmm. bushel. Mm -hmm. I said, you got every last grain that I, that I raised. Yeah. Every last one of them. Mm -hmm. I didn't short you any just because it would have been more convenient and cost me less money. Yeah. That'll come back to you, I believe. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope so. And your word and your honesty means something. And I think that that, I think that more stories like that need to be shared. You know? I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. sh share us, share mm -hmm. us, share with us bushelsandbarrels1 at gmail.com. I want to hear your stories about honesty, whether, whether yeah. you did it for someone else mm -hmm. or somebody was completely and totally honest with you and you totally appreciated it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, no, that's great. Garrett says that college is a good excuse to drink a lot of corn whiskey and cold beers. And that's his argument. So if you want to send your kid to college, that's what they're going to get out of it. Well, I, <laughs> I'm sure trade schools, they do the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, college. Um, Oof. Mm -hmm. Oof. Trevor, his dad works for Caterpillar and, um, they're paying all of their, their high rollers and big shop managers from Illinois to Texas to yeah, move. Yeah. From mm -hmm. what I'm understanding, it's the, a lot of the corporate people are moving out of Illinois, but like the manufacturing, I think is still going to, a lot of it's going to stay in Illinois. Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm wrong, let me know. Aaron from Southwest Iowa wants to know if, um, he finds he finds it more satisfaction he finds more satisfaction in delivering to local farmers local places like this hog farmer that he delivers to um, versus a co-op. Oh, selling his grain. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, he wants to know what your thoughts are on expanding into small grains like oats, rye, and other hay oh, acres. I, I, depends on the operation, right? It depends on your geographic location. You mm -hmm. know, I, hell. The people we were sitting sitting with at the Cardinals game, the ones that were from Northern Illinois, they grow oats. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I mean, I guess I probably could grow oats here, but I don't think I have the climate to do it very good, which they can. And so, who would buy it? Uh, I don't know. I don't see. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about oats. I don't. Yeah. I don't raise it. I'm sure they've got co-ops up there to buy mm -hmm. it or someplace. There's a couple that we bought. They started an oatmeal or they started an oat farm. Okay. Taylor was his name. Taylor. Where? Sumption. Am I thinking? Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. So they have a family. They started, so that might be a good resource for from you. South or North Dakota? Okay, yeah. yeah. And he but, started oats, and and now they they've marketed their oatmeal and stuff. Now you can buy it online. They have a they have a total store now. Right. Mm -hmm. No, as as for diversifying hay, oats, whatever, depending on you know, if you think you could have the climate to raise good, you know that that product good, and then you not only that have a market for it, go for it. Diversify a little bit. I mean. There's guys that raise white corn here along with yellow corn. So, I mean, white corn, right now, its basis is a hell of a lot better than yellow corn. It's a little niche they got. So, 
No, go for it. Go for it. Now, as for the end user thing, am I proud of where my, do I take extra pride that knowing that my corn that I raise went to a local hog producer, a local feedlot? For me personally, couldn't care less. As long as it makes it to somebody that wants it and mm -hmm. they pay me what I'm looking for, mm -hmm. hey, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Back to Taylor and his family farm. It's Anthem Oats. Anthem Oats. Yeah. That's and they're right. out of South Dakota. South Dakota. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. So just FYI. Taylor's a good guy. Yeah. He might be a good resource for you if you reach out to him, Aaron. Um, Jacob, he's a strong-minded conservative veteran and patriot, first-generation farmer in eastern Wisconsin. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. I'm, I think that is pretty much it. Yes, All right. You want to dive into the news and my stack of stuff? Stack of stuff. Let's go. All right. So after doing some research here this morning and a little bit yesterday, I came up with some headlines that I thought would turn some heads. <laughs> okay. Disney is at it again. Oh, yes. I, what a shitty company. What a shitty, it, shitty It's a woke company. That it's become. Yeah. Headline, new Disney show accused of indoctrinating kids to think that men, too, can get a period. Yep. <sighs> How? Why? Who in the hell is in charge of this place? And who thinks this is a good idea? The CEO or the lady running the place is like, I have trans children. So that's our life. So there's this yeah. conservative author. His name is Christopher Rufo. And he's just about this story. He said, I've obtained leaked video from Disney's upcoming show, Baymax. Not Baywatch. <laughs> Baymax. Which promotes the transgender flag and the idea that men can have periods to as young to children as young as two years old. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all part of Disney's plan to re-engineer the discourse around kids and sexuality. In the twenty-seven second clip, Baymax, not Baywatch, can be seen standing in the female hygiene product aisle of the store. When he asks a woman next to him for suggestions, the woman appears to be surprised, but nonetheless recommends the tampons I normally use mm -hmm. before several other customers chime in with what they use. I prefer pads. They're more comfortable to me. A woman tells the robot, I always get the ones with wings, recommends a male sounding person mm -hmm. wearing a transgender flag. Get unscented and bleach free if you can. Why? Why this is, is it so? What, two year olds. My biggest question is why is it so important to push this agenda on on children and because it's adult content inside yes. a cartoon. I, I want to know why. What is it with these people wanting to push sex, sexuality, uh -huh. sexual things down our kids? Mm -hmm. Like not even adolescents. Mm -hmm. Kids throw adolescents be bad enough. Oh right, but kids. I, I don't get it. I don't. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. I, I remember Disney as a kid. Mm -hmm. Do you? Mm -hmm. It was wholesome. It was it was stuff that you could count on mm -hmm. showing your kids, and none of this garbage was part of it. Right, right. And now you can't. Yeah, keep keep your hands off my kids. You're damn right. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's hard. It's hard. Um, Nickelodeon is is bad too. I think that Blue's Clues is a Nickelodeon thing, and they they promote Pride Month and trans parades and stuff. And Baymax. Yeah, yeah. Remember Baywatch? I don't really remember watching that. I think oh, I was that a little was bit a, too. You young. want to talk about a heterosexual program? 
<laughs> Pamela right. Anderson. Holy cow. But you know, we have something in today's world that big tech censors anything that's wholesome. That word wholesome. Yeah. They censor anything that is wholesome. They put a, I don't know, what is it called? A shadow ban on things and they only let it reach certain people. Um, just like Facebook, like if you still think that you can get on a Facebook feed and that they are giving you like really what's out there. Um, no, they're only allowing you to see what they want you to see. Oh, period. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I'm on true social. It's a little bit convoluted at times, but, um, that's why I'm following some people on there. So, yeah. Anyway, we were talking about the Supreme court earlier. Yeah. Um, so this morning we wake up to the news that they've, uh, strip the EPA of their power to basically make legislation. I knew that would make you happy. That makes me so happy. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've always said when it comes to the EPA, who can tell a farmer what he can and can't do with certain farm ground mm-hmm. or, or woods, actually, you know, wetlands, you cannot tear this out. EPA says so. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't vote for anybody that sits in the EPA. Mm-hmm. Don't care. They have the power. But I didn't vote to give them the power. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the health department. Or the CDC. Or the CDC yeah. or the health department, the Wabat, the assholes, any local health department mm-hmm. that closed down schools or businesses tell us or what whatever. we can and yeah. can't do. Yeah. You're a restaurant. You have to shut down. I didn't vote for you. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Shove it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that the, the Supreme Court just now said, hey, EPA, shove it. You don't have the ability to do this. This mm-hmm. needs to be once again handled by legislators mm-hmm. who are voted on. Yeah. And then and at that point, the chips fall where they may. Did Are you going to talk about the, the Title 42 that the Supreme Court also made a ruling on? You can. The, the stay in Mexico policy. So when immigrants would come over the border illegally and then we would hold them, they'd be in this holding pattern. <laughs> and um, Trump put in Title 42, which made them go back to where they came from until they were ready to go to court. Yeah. For the U.S. Yeah. Like if they were seeking asylum. Well... Biden. They forced them to do it legally. Yes. In other words, they didn't have to go in front of an immigration judge before they're deported. It yes. was basically, they send them customs immediately get a back. hold of you, you, you head back. Yeah. We're taking you back. Yeah. And if you come across the border again, we're going to take you right back. That's right. So stop. Yeah. You're not entitled to due process because you are yeah. not an American citizen. Mm-hmm. So right. the Supreme Court said, actually, the Biden administration can overturn that. And I believe that that'll go into effect soon. So, so but, then they're going to be here and we can't deport them. Right. That is such bullshit. Speaking of which... Did you see the story about, and I don't have it in front of me, but the mm-hmm. story about the tractor trailer that was found and yeah, 50 some odd yeah, yeah. dead people inside, mm-hmm. refugees who are locked up in the box of a tractor trailer. It was a box truck. Refrigerated. Yeah, the refrigerator but wasn't working. It wasn't working. It didn't work. And yeah. I don't know if the refrigerator was working, it would have froze them to death. The I, I don't dri- have a clue. The driver supposedly was on meth, so... Well, this is so. So, for for all you people that want to say human trafficking is not a thing, yeah, this is exactly what it looks like. And there were a few survivors. Can you imagine the hell Mm-mm. those people? That was poor. I don't care if they're illegal or legal. Mm-hmm. They're humans. That had to have been hell on earth in that tractor trailer. You're if you survived, you are in there. I mean, a hundred and thirty, forty degrees is what it's got to be in there. Which yeah. is why most of those people died. The yeah. the sickness, the dysentery, that that the just. This is what human trafficking looks like. Yep. It, I, this is a prime example, and this is why we all need to fight it mm-hmm. and be against it. Mm-hmm. But what a sad deal. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, I'm sure after four or five days, everybody will forget about it. Nobody's going to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And all those 51 people that died, well, didn't happen in my backyard, so I don't care. Mm. You know? 
Keep Gosh. standing up for what's right, though, because that those were humans. Yes. You know, those were little babies at one point, and their mommy and daddy loved them, and, yeah. and they deserve to be remembered, and this shit needs to come to an end. Right. But right. anyway, uh, a sports front. Okay. I. <laughs> this is funny. UCLA and USC to join the Big Ten in 2024. The Big Ten Conference. Okay, so, okay, I know what the Big Ten Conference is. Yeah. What is the significance of that? Well, number one, the Big Ten is primarily Midwestern teams, and Ah. then we get a little bit on the East Coast. Okay. There's, I mean, the farthest west, I believe, is Nebraska. Okay. In the Big Ten. Yeah. So, I I just... (laughs) UCLA... UCLA and USC. Southern two, California. Two good football programs. And they are going to be in the Join Big Join us. Oh, geez. So, in other words, you stupid oh, California politicians. And everybody's woke, you know, carbon yeah. footprint. Mm-hmm. What kind of carbon footprint is it whenever USC every year now, well, more than once a year because of football, basketball, baseball, so on and so forth, has to fly from the West Coast <laughs> to go all the way to Maryland because Maryland, the Terrapins, are in the Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, talk about a nice carbon footprint right there. They but, can't have a they can't have an argument on anything without having a major contradiction in like. Deep, oh, I know. You know, like general thoughts, common sense. My guess, though, <laughs> my guess is the reason this is and this is totally a guess. I could be totally wrong. But I think this is an effort to make the Big Ten more competitive with the SEC and the ACC. Because if you look at, like, the past winners of the College Football National Championship. And I have no idea what you're talking about, so go on. The, the Southeastern Conference. <laughs> yes, that's I, like Alabama. Yes. LSU. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's just they want to try to make shit more competitive. And maybe bringing USC into the Big Ten would help. Oh, okay. I, I don't see how, but, okay, you know. Hmm. The SEC and the ACC, they just own football, own college football. <laughs> and I'm a Big Ten fan, but they own yeah. it. Okay. Anyway, there's your sports report. Okay. Uh, Appreciate let's, that. Let's talk about some, <laughs> let's, let's talk about some states. So, states. Uh, yeah. California passes sweeping measure to reduce single use plastics. Oh, like so, straws. Oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Gavin, Which, Gavin Newsom. He's on top of it. Wait for a you. second. Let's go back to the straws just for a second. The okay. plastic straws. Do you remember going to Bush Stadium? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the souvenirs cup for nineteen dollars. Okay, <laughs> yes, and they've I do. got this. They've got this top on it, and I'm like, where's the straw dispenser? And so I'm like, um, I can't. He was like, it's a sippy cup. You just drink out of the top. And I'm like, this is junk. I want a straw. I'm at the ballpark, and I want a straw. Yeah. And I get. I tried to give the guy five bucks like as a tip to get me a straw <laughs> yeah i know you got one back here here's five bucks just between me and you give me a straw <laughs> he's like well you can't you can't uh lose if you don't try or right, whatever right. and he's like yeah there's no straws in the ballpark <laughs> guess what when i went to the ball game on in tuesday the, on tuesday there's straws all up in that champions lounge no shit i am not kidding you I'll be damned. I'm like, this is great. I'm at the ballpark, and now I got a straw. I don't have a sippy cup. (laughs) (laughs) So very ironic. Anyways, go on. Single-use plastics in California. So the war on plastic is continuing, and and Gavin Newsom said, our kids deserve a future free of plastic waste and all its dangerous impacts, everything from clogging our oceans to killing animals, contaminating the air we breathe, the water we drink, the food we eat. No more, Gavin Newsom said. California won't tolerate plastic waste that's filling our waterways and making it harder to breathe. I have never seen a plastic bottle anywhere for me that made it harder for me to breathe. 
Have you? No. I have never seen a plastic straw that made it harder to breathe. I'm sure if you live in California, the Newsom administration has made it pretty damn hard to breathe, you know? But I don't know. Just more government. No plastic straws. No, 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 no. But here, have your government-issued crack pipe. (laughs) 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 And then, you know, reading... Crack pipes for all. You get a crack pipe. You you get get a a crack crack pipe. pipe. (laughs) But give me your jewel. You can't have a jewel anymore, and you can't have a straw. And if you're drinking water out of a plastic bottle, screw you, but have a crack pipe. Yep. (laughs) So a lot of times, reading some of these stories... Reading the, it's kind of like TikToks. You see a really good TikTok, you go straight to the comments because half yeah. the time the comments are just as hilarious as yes. the TikTok itself. Yes. So I do the same thing with some of these stories. I go look at some of the some of the comments. Mm-hmm. Here's a good one. Okay. Regarding the plastics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who who wrote this. I I can't take credit for it. I wish I could. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the comment is, "What will the trannies do for all their big plastic body parts that they wave oh. in their nutcase parades?" Oh, oh my. Okay. (laughs) They went there. (laughs) They went there. All right. Cracked me up. But Gavin Newsom, you know what? Never mind your homeless problems. Never mind uh, people shitting in the streets in San Francisco. I mean, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gavin's going to talk, tackle the big issues like plastic. Plastic. Got it. Dipshit. So new laws coming into effect in Illinois on July 1st. I found one very interesting. Illinois is also tackling the big issues. So the a new law, and there's a few of them I read, but this is the one that caught me. Laws related to flushable wipes. Oh, good grief. Senate Bill 0294 provides that manufacturers must clearly and conspicuously label a relevant product as do not flush <laughs> in accordance with specified requirements. <laughs> Municipalities and counties have concurrent and exclusive authority to enforce the act and to collect civil penalties for violations of the act and may impose a civil penalty in the amount of up to $2,000 for the first violation of the act, $5,000 for the second, and $10,000 for the third and any subsequent violation. So if you're holding a paper towel or Uh something that says do not flush and you flush it, uh-oh. Who's the enforcer of the flushes? That's where I was going to go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, and then not only that, who is the enforcer of the flushes? And then after the, as, as they're doing their investigation of how did this non-flushable wipe end up in the sewer system? Yeah. How do they trace it back to me? Oh. Ew. <laughs> oh. Ew. Wow. Gross. Yes, that's true, though. Like, that's not even a thing. This is a joke. I know. This is a joke, You look right? at this wife, you're like, well, that's the bush light shits. Mm. Well, that well, makes my throat get tight a little bit. Well, so, so now yeah. it's narrowed down to the bush light drinkers. Okay. So then, mm-hmm. then what? I, I, well, yeah. at that point in time, isn't it like mixed in with everybody else's sewage? Yeah, see, like, so you've... You can't all, get any DNA off of it. Can we change the, the All subject? the evidence is contaminated. <laughs> Can we go to the no next No pun one? intended. <laughs> But I mean, leave it to Illinois. Never mind that Chicago is a war zone, Mm -hmm. you know? Never mind. Anti gun laws are killing everybody. Exactly. (laughs) Never mind, Cat, Boeing, Citadel, all leaving the state. They're saying, to hell with this place. We're going to tackle the big issues non flushable wipes. (laughs) Yeah, that makes no sense. Oh, hell. Jeez. 
Those are some of the stories I had for today. I have okay. another one about wasteful spending, but I don't think I'm going to get into that because we all okay. know the wasteful spending. Something that happened last night, mm-hmm. you went out to eat with some of your friends. Mm-hmm. Alden and I were here and I got home from work and I was I was perusing TikTok and for you, Paige, it's hard always telling what's going to come up. Yeah. And I had one, a TikTok come up that I'm glad I was by myself when I watched it because... It was a tough one to watch, and I'd Uh-oh. never heard of these before. Oh. Have you ever heard of an honor walk? Yes. Was it the little boy who donated, they they donated his, mm-hmm. his body, his organs? Yeah. So, it, it, it hit me in a weird way. Um, It was a TikTok about, uh, I mean, hell, he looked like he was two years old, mm-hmm. if that. I think you're right. I think I saw the exact same one. I read through the comments and, and did a little bit of research on that. Little boy, um, that was, ex- I think I was crying. And I can't talk about that kind of stuff without like getting so emotional and, and, well, and they, they put music to it, which mm, yeah. I mean adds to the emotional yes. effect. Of, it was yes. a, it was a, a, a gut wrenching, heartbreaking. It was great and it was horrible all at the same time. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. So an honor walk is uh, every organ, eye, and tissue donor is a hero who has made the decision to save and heal other people's lives. And basically if, if, and it's not just, I thought last night it was limited to kids who got on honor, honor walks, but it's no. not, it's anybody. Mm-mm. Yeah. But basically, you know, if, if, um, been in a horrendous accident or whatever happens, you end up on life support, they're going to, yeah. and, and you opted to donate mm-hmm. your body or, or organs or whatever the way you get from whatever room you're in at the hospital to the operating room where they're going to start removing, you know, take mm-hmm. you off life support and start removing your organs. Mm-hmm. The hospital people that are available, family, obviously, um, and really I think anybody that wants to can line the halls as this person is making their way to the operating room. It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, mm-hmm. but um, I just wanted—I wanted to tell you guys what an honor walk is because it's—it's—it's just—like it's beautiful and it's tough to watch. But I'm going to tell you how it works. I've, I printed this off, and and I'm going to tell you why this is relevant here in just a second. Okay, so relevant because I'm fighting back tears right now. I just see that. To let you, yeah. I see mm-hmm. that. So many hospitals across the country have begun to hold honor walks when they are requested or approved by a donor's family. While each hospital is different, the process of an honor walk is usually similar. A notification is made to those in the hospital that an organ, eye, and tissue donor is about to be transported to the operating room for the recovery of gifts. Hospital staff who are available line the hallway that leads from the donor's room to the operating room. The hospital staff observe in reflection as the donor is accompanied by the donor family down the hallway. Some families may choose to play music or make an additional special request. These requests are often able to be granted. And why is this significant right now? Well, I just, <laughs> you, you have to watch one. And I encourage each and every one of you guys to go watch one. But watch an honor walk. Watch three or four of them. I mean, they're on YouTube. They're on TikTok. And look at the grief of the families. Look at the support 
of the hospital employees, the community members who show up, you know, as this hero is being transported to the operating room. But watch one or two or three and tell me that life isn't precious because it is. Watch one and tell me abortion is not a big deal because it is a big deal because life is precious. You know, it's, it's, um, it's tough to watch, but you need to because life is so precious. And, and these people that donate their organs as, as their families in so much grief, there's somebody on the other end of that that is getting a wish fulfilled. A wish is coming true. And and we're all desensitized to humanity and life. Yes. Because of all of the nastiness out there. We're all desensitized to it. Yeah. And that just, just kind of like a... It'll shock like you a, back into... If yes. you have a heart. Yes. If you have a heart at all. It shocks you back into reality. Because as I'm watching this honor walk last night of this baby, this beautiful baby, my three-year-old's out there with a garden hose washing his power wheels, spraying off my truck, just having a grand old time, and I don't have to deal with that. And I pray that I never do. Mm-hmm. And I, my heart breaks for anybody that, um, that has to go through that. And, mm-hmm. and God works in mysterious ways because this morning before I went to do to do my research, I wanted to Google Honor Walk so I could tell you guys what they are if you've never heard it. Because I'm 42 years old. I had never heard of one until last night's TikTok. Yeah. And I had to watch it three or four times to understand completely what, what was, was going, going on. on. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. So as I Googled that this morning, we are people that Jess and I and many of our friends, we back the blue and mm-hmm. we love our deputies and our sheriff mm-hmm. and our, our city and our state cops. Mm-hmm. We support them. Mm-hmm. And this was the first article that came up from yesterday. Slain Bibb County deputy led on finer, final honor walk as all of Alabama grieves. Mm. Officers from around the state on Thursday evening escorted the body of slain Alabama Deputy Brad Johnson from UAB Hospital to the Legacy of Hope, Alabama's Organ and Tissue Donation Alliances. Johnson, a 32-year-old father of two daughters, was pronounced dead at 3.18 p.m. Thursday, the day after he and another deputy, 30-year-old Christopher Poole, were shot during a police chase in Bibb County. Now, the good thing is they found the asshole that did this, and I hope he gets the death penalty. But, so there's a 32-year-old that also gets the honor walk. Mm. And he's, Brad's going to keep living. It's just going to be through somebody else. Mm-hmm. And those are heroes. Mm-hmm. And and the family of those people are heroes. And um, I, just, I, I thought, I know you guys, that listen to this program. I thought you guys needed to hear this and I encourage you to go watch one because life is so precious, mm-hmm. so precious. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's tough. It was, it was not easy to watch mm-hmm. because last night after I figured out what the honor walk was on TikTok, I went to YouTube and Googled it or, you know, looked up honor walks and I watched three or four of them and mm-hmm. it's just, um, they're, they're beautiful and they're tough. Yeah. And like you just yeah. said, everybody's so desensitized to everything. Uh-huh. This will shock you back into reality. Yeah. 
And this is also something that lets you know, like, there are great people out there. They're great doctors mm -hmm. that remove these organs. They're, they're great people that work on the organizational end to figure out where they need to go because yeah. somebody's always on a waiting list. Yes. You know, and I tell you guys right now, and you guys make your own decision for your own life. It's none of my business, but I am an organ donor. And if I get mowed over, you can have whatever piece of me you want. Mm -hmm. Anything. I would love to any, any part of my body that can go help somebody else live and let their family be happy. <laughs> Take it. I might not want my liver, but <laughs> hey, I had to interject some comedy in Thanks, here. We're getting Ryan. too damn serious. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> As I choke back tears and wipe away dried it's, mascara. That, that stuff is tough. Yeah, it is tough. You know, and, and desensitization, uh, desensitizing of our society is, is such a, um, it's a real thing. And, you know, you can talk about video games and how, you know, people shoot up people all the time on the video games. And that's, I think that part, is real life, you know, and the media and what they push these agendas that make us desensitized. And that's, that's the well, goal course. for Disney too, is to desensitize children to the fact that there are people who think that they're women, but they're actually men, you know, desensitized to the point where nothing shocks you. Don't forget, don't forget about the statistic of, um, you know, people, if children knew and, and trans people knew that choosing that lifestyle takes off 21 years of their life. Do you think that they would choose that lifestyle? I honestly don't think that they would if they knew that statistic. Yeah. Um, that is a statistic. That is fact. It's they identified as a, as a bisexual or yeah, is that right? Yeah. Homosexual or trans or whatever. And that's 21 years off your life. That's a lot. Yeah. They put a warning label on cigarettes. Why yeah. don't they put a warning label on, on that type of lifestyle? Yeah. I don't, because they don't want you to know. You know, I, I saw another TikTok <clears throat> of a, of a fellow that was walking out of a Christian hospital. He mm -hmm. walked out and on the flagpole, they got the American flag in the middle, mm -hmm. the state flag on the right hand side and a pride flag on the other. You're kidding. And this guy made a comment of it. He goes, yeah. isn't it funny? I'm walking out of a Christian hospital and there's a pride flag waving in front of it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know. I th I feel like the that the the gay pride movement is um have they've tried to steal our rainbow to me our rainbow is still God's promise that He will not flood the earth, and um that's God's promise, yeah. And Satan's trying to inf infiltrate it, and I'm not I'm not I don't buy into it. So sure. the rainbow is still the rainbow. It's not. It doesn't have anything to do with, with a rainbow flag. Rainbow means God's promise to me. Right. And in today's day and age, it's hard to tell Alden that 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 rainbow on that flag doesn't stand for what this rainbow on this, you know, something else does. Because if you buy a ra rainbow anything, people think, oh, well, gay rights. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Satan is so sly in that way, but right. I don't buy into it. Um, well, there's one more thing I wanted to. Okay, go ahead. I, I can't remember, though. Like it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big it's a big weekend, and and this morning I spent some time reflecting on the people who've um, sacrificed their lives for our freedom, and um, the Declaration of Independence and how important it is to us. And you know, I listened to a podcast where they're they're trying to get recruits for our military right now, and they can't they can't find kids in high school. That's a big recruitment uh, where they market to to kids getting out of high school. They can't find. I mean, numbers are way 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 down, but. I, I believe that it has everything to do with the Biden administration and the way that we left Afghanistan recently and um, just the way that our government is going, the vaccine mandates for our for our armed forces. That's what I believe is the cause 
of the low recruitment levels and numbers. And um, it's a big deal if you're serving our military and you're still serving or you have served or, or your family has served. Because that's why we can have the freedom and have the discussion that we're having today or, you know, fight for what we believe in, whether that's gay rights or um, the freedom to think freely, honestly, and and speak. Yeah. So I think that that's extremely important. And as we celebrate this weekend in Seth's birthday, you know, we'll we'll be able to. Seth's (laughs) birthday. Oh, S. Swanson, we'll 59 on TikTok. He's our, he's our neighbor yes. and our family and our great friend. Yes. So, so happy, happy birthday, birthday, Seth. Um, <laughs> as we celebrate your birthday, Seth, and the freedom of America and the, the Declaration of Independence. Yep. Uh, that's what I reflected on this morning. Yeah. So. Well, good. Yeah. I hope that everybody, mm-hmm. even if it's just for 30 seconds or a minute, reflect on that and remember, you know, the whole reason for the holiday. Mm-hmm. And we are the greatest country on the face of the earth. Not to say we're perfect. But we are the great, this is the best place on, if it wasn't, people wouldn't be breaking down the doors to get in here. Or trying to take away our freedoms because they hate it. Yep. You know, so yep. uh, people died. <laughs> there was bloodshed for us to have the freedoms that we have. Um, Tons of Our it. God-given freedoms. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, summer music series, right? Yeah. Okay. It's your turn. It is. And what better way? To end the weekend or to go into the weekend with um, standing for something, standing up for something. And this is, it might be too twangy for some people. Hey, it's your song. <laughs> but it's a good, it's a good tune. That's right. Well, you guys have a terrific weekend and uh, eat a couple extra hamburgers for me, drink a couple extra beers for me. We will be partying with you in spirit. But anyway, we will see you next Friday. I promise. Leah Thomas is, is, is Leah Thomas still a boy? I believe so. Leah Thomas is still a boy. Yes. Jesus is still king. That's on right. On the throne. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, you were born an American. Of all weekends, don't forget to be one. <laughs> Amen. All right. We'll see you guys next Friday. Have a great week. Adios. You've got to be your own man, not a puppet on screen. Never compromise what's right and uphold your family name. You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Now we might have been better off or on the bigger house. If daddy done more giving in or a little more backing down. But we always had plenty Just to live in his advice Whatever you do today You'll have to sleep with tonight It's a